Hello, and welcome to the Just Me podcast produced in association with the Armory. I am one of your co-hosts, Dustin Diodato. I'm Andy Fitch. I'm another one. I'm Jamie Fallon. Another one. And today we have a wonderful guest, improviser, comedian, musical comedian, Heather Jules Booth. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. How's everyone? We're good. We're good. Uh, before, we, before we get into your thing, Andy, can you remind us as the, what this podcast is? Uh, we have a guest on the show to talk about something that they like that might be uniquely them. Uh, so what? So Heather, what is uniquely you? <laughs> so uh, I think uh, my uniquely me thing is uh, my super fandom of uh, an old '80s TV show called Square One TV, and the segment in it specifically called MathNet. MathNet. Um, Andy, uh, Andy previously had said he had no idea what that was. Uh, so <laughs> Calling you out on air. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> Should I have known MathNet? Yeah, I, I knew MathNet. Did you know MathNet, Jamie? No, I didn't. Why didn't you call it Jamie? Because she didn't pub- say that I she didn't, didn't publicly know. Say, I was trying to hide behind yeah. the covers, and you just pulled me out by well, my feet. Yeah. Also, I've been told previously that uh, uh, that Jamie is the friendly one, um, Andy is the shy one, and I'm the one who doesn't know anything. So he's flipping the conversation. Yeah, I'm flipping the script. Yeah. These are our like radio personas. Yes. I'm the shy one. Yeah, you're the shy one. I gotta flip that. I yeah. Know. I mean, I probably won't, but I should. <laughs> um, I'm the nice one. So since I'm super yeah. ignorant, since I've taken over Dustin's role, <laughs> yeah. Please explain to me what Square One is to begin with. Okay, yeah. so Square One was a TV show that um, it aired in 1987 aired from 1987 to 1992, and it was specifically designed to aim to attract children to learn more about math. And Was this like public television? Yes, PBS. Okay. Uh, it was head-written and executive produced by um, David D. Connell, who was the original executive producer for Sesame Street, huh? and also head-written by a gentleman named Jim Thurman, and he wrote a lot of um, stuff for Sesame Street, Muppet Show, but also like Bob Newhart, Carol Burnett, So it was like a lot of comedy sketch type. So basically the show was a way to make math fun for kids. Impossible. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And because, because, uh, because we're upping our audio video game or not just audio, we don't video because it's a video, not a video podcast, but because we're upping it. No, we're upping our video game. It's just, we're the only ones who get to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, uh, I have the introduction, uh, to the show that I want to wait, play. you're gonna play it and the people are gonna hear it. Yeah, hopefully, oh we'll God. see. We'll see what happens. Ready? Yeah. The story you are about to see is a fib, but it's short. The names are made up, but the problems are real. It was Monday, 9:43 a.m., and a layer of smog blanketing the Los Angeles basin was so thick you could cut it with a cliche. My partner is George Frankly, the boss is Thad Green. My name is Monday. I'm a mathematician. George and I had just come off the case of the hidden baffles in which a case of baffles had been hidden. It was a baffling case, one which I'll tell you about sometime, but not today. Today, I hoped, would be quiet. I will say, uh, any of you who know me, which the three of you know me yeah. somewhat, uh, you might explain, it might explain a lot where my sense of humor comes from. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, definitely no, click it. As soon as I heard her voice, I was like, "No, that's Heather." Yep. It's basically like, yep. Um, yep. Yep. "Yeah, yeah." So, so tell us what what about it do you love? Um, are I you mean, are you inherently a math geek? No, I'm not at all. I'm actually terrible at math. Uh, so it, the show did what it was supposed to do, uh, at least for me, because it it definitely taught me concepts and 
made me remember things about math, like some of which I still remember that I like multiples and stuff that like, let's be honest, I probably wouldn't remember today. If I hadn't like have these little catchy songs, you wouldn't you wouldn't sketches. remember multiplication today. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'd remember multiplication, but like okay. well, math yeah. tricks and stuff. Did okay. you have yeah. teachers that were like, "You're going to use this in the future"? Absolutely, this is going to come in handy. Oh yeah, yeah, all the time. I can't think of. I mean, granted, there are some people I know who have gone on to use those things daily, but I personally, I I may have I'm I've regressed back to possibly. I about as close to counting on my fingers as you can get before you <laughs> count on your fingers. I uh, I find like the one thing that I really still use be like percentages, like yeah. figuring out a percentage in my head, not using a calculator. But that's about the only that to yeah. me that's like the hardest core math yeah. that I still use. I use a lot with ratio, same thing, percent change, that kind of thing when yeah. scaling up to things. Mm-hmm. Like I have to know what that. <sighs> but that's yeah. you know, <laughs> triangulation. I got a problem that only math can solve. Oh. So, wow. so that, you, <laughs> that was me trying to make math fun, and <laughs> uh, so you want you want you wanted to be this little this this, this woman when when you were a kid, or, oh, well, or well, which one did well, you want to well, be? Okay, so that I mean that's a step. Like we well, haven't even gotten into yeah. that part of the 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 just me okay. part of why I love this. Also, because it's a whole section. It's like a whole subsect. I'm stammering now. So um so the math part aside, because it making it being so cool and being making the math so palatable for me. Yeah. Uh, also, it was like the comedy aspect of it because it was a lot of comedy sketches and I had already started to have an affinity for like watching old episodes of like SNL or SCTV and like mm. liking sketch type stuff. How, how old were you during this time just so people can picture a <sighs> tiny little Heather Jules booth? Or you, if you don't want to tell me, I know you're not supposed to ever ask a person that age. Because <laughs> she already said what year it was yeah. in. Were you in the demographic? So. <laughs> okay, just give me a height. <laughs> how, how tall was I? How uh, tall I, were you? I was in the correct demographic to answer okay. what Andy okay. just popped in and asked. Uh, yeah, no, I was in the target age. Okay. Um, oh, so so it was like, so I loved the aspect of like, they were doing songs, they were doing sketches. It was all this cheesy pun-based humor, which I definitely am a fan of. Um, but when you get into MathNet, so MathNet, the great thing about this character is it was the first time for me that I had seen a female lead character because the woman's voice that you just played is a character named Kate Monday, uh, which was a parody on Joe Friday uh, from Dragnet. Um, it was the first time I, as a little girl, had seen uh-huh, uh, had seen <laughs> a... Uh, a woman be a lead character mm-hmm. and she had no husband, no children. She had a job. She yeah, was very queen. well respected in her job. She was like, they said numerous times how she was, you know, she was the sergeant and she was the level headed one and the smart one who could solve problems in an instant. And like, clearly she was the person everyone looked up to and trusted. And her male partner was the guy who was like kind of a doof. And it, like it, that was so important for me to see because instantly I was like, Oh, I don't have to just grow up and be like, I don't have to just grow up and get married and have kids, which I still like, obviously this is the eighties. So there was still that slight generational thing coming at you where you were still expected. We hadn't gotten to that area yet where, where it was like, no girls can do what they want. It was like just starting. So there was that thought in my head of like, well, I mean, that's what I thought I had to do. So, this is really inspiring. 
That's awesome. So yeah, so so I just immediately was just obsessed with this character, and I was like, I also she's very very funny. So did you want to be a math cop? Oh, did I, did. <laughs> I absolutely didn't want to be a math cop. I yeah, I immediately like tiny Heather started cosplaying. Like <laughs> I got so these characters wore these obnoxiously bright blue blazers, which at the time were supposed to be parodies of Century 21, the real estate company, um, right? You remember yeah. when they wore those blazers and like, it's funny because now on rewatches, there are young people who watch the show on YouTube who are like, I don't get that joke. Why are they saying that they look like real estate agents? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh. Because yeah. uh, you weren't watching commercials you weren't in watching the early commercials 80s. in the early 80s, right? Uh, but I did. I, I like had a calculator and had a whole thing and tried to like solve problems using math, which was the whole point. So yeah, mm. I wish I watched this when I was a kid, like was when I was young really girl. Cause I mean, the only police references I had was chips and I was like, yeah. Oh, I could be a motorcycle mm-hmm. cop, but no, I wasn't really inspired by it. Um, so the other thing that there's a whole, like it's not conspiracy cause it's not conspiracy, but there's a whole theory that, uh, people talk about Scully and X Files, and mm-hmm. they're like, Scully was such and such. And most people are like, Yeah, but you realize Kate Monday was actually the first person. Like, she was the basis for that. My mouth is, like, a, is a gape because mm-hmm. I love, <laughs> I love the X Files. Yeah. Um. Uh. I immediately am now in love with the show, mm-hmm. and I uh, will watch it. It's it's on YouTube. I mean, you are definitely going to see parts of it where you're just like. Man, that's so cheesy. Oh, I like but cheesy. So great. Oh, you're yeah, going to yeah. love I'm it. I'm going to love it. Great. Join the fandom. Yeah. Just, just as a warning, because I did some research, obviously, to get that, that audio clip uh-huh. before the show started. Uh, most of the episodes are recorded off of the TV that are on YouTube. Oh, okay. It's not like the original files. Now, is it like, <laughs> like tape to tape recorded? Or is it like somebody set up a camcorder, pointed it at their television, somebody and you can like the hear them yeah. breathing during the show? Yeah, I, I couldn't necessarily hear the breathing, but it was definitely like... Every once in a while, you hear somebody like... It's, mom! <laughs> mom! Re- recording! Yeah, there's definitely a couple where someone is like taking it. You get the dog out of the room? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The dog keeps um, getting the shot! There are... I actually told Dustin this beforehand. There's uh, five DVDs that were released for education. Like, if you're a teacher, you were able to order them, but... I figured out how to order them online anyway. <laughs> and because uh, I'm happy you're to smart them to you. <laughs> you're <laughs> math smart. So exactly. yeah. The Just Me podcast yes, does not condone the illegal activities of Heather Jules Booth. I didn't make copies of them. I mean that, oh. that would have been she illegal. Purchased them. I purchased them. Right. But you and but, I'm and go under, watch them at her I'm not house. an educator. Under false so. pretenses. True. Well, that, she's educating me right now. So there you go. boom. I educated. <laughs> Done. Fair enough. Done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still gonna narc on you. Oh, you can. That's fine. That's what I have to do. This is how you get your reputation on the podcast. No, I know. <laughs> no, I know. I'm, I, I can already see the comments. <laughs> so I'm not going to narc on everybody. It was a joke. For the handful of people who don't know what Dragnet is, Dragnet was a oh right like a television show mm-hmm. about cops. They were real hard nosed and. They all talk like this, and yeah, it, it was started just as a, the facts, ma'am. Just yeah, the facts started as which they say in this show, obviously. Uh, it started as a radio show, and then it became a TV show, and it was um, Joe Friday. Yeah, you Jack can Webb. see probably on Nick and Night. You probably can see some mm-hmm. episodes. That's of where that. I mean, that's where I that's where had I first it. seen Dragnet, mm-hmm. and I was. It's funny because in talking to some of the, so I was telling a few of you that there's a very small supergroup fan. It's about eight or nine of us who have loved the show for years and still continue to love the show. But a lot of them did not actually know Dragnet. 
And I felt lucky that when I first saw MathNet, I had seen episodes of Dragnet and immediately was like, oh my God, this is parody. My love of parody humor can really very easily be traced back to all this. <laughs> it's all becoming clear. It's all, it's all coming back to me now. Yes. So do you, does your group have a name or is it just like the fan club? It's just like the Square One TV MathNet community. It's, you know, it's on Facebook now. Uh, it started on Live Journal at one point. Uh, there was a Yahoo group at one point. Oh. Like it's it's gone through the internet, the internet, social. Yeah, there yeah. were GeoCities websites wow. back in the day. Oh my yeah. god, there so was fanfic. How many are there? In how the many? Group? I would say there's eight or nine of us. Like I can pretty much name them. Wow. To answer your question that you're about to say. There is not room for one more, Jamie. <laughs> oh, Jamie, there's <laughs> definitely room for more. Yay! Bring us into the double digits, Jamie. I will. Um, I, I'll bring myself and I'll recruit one. Now, nice. Now, a lot of times we talk about things that are just me. Yeah. You know, and really it's like, okay, there's thousands of people. It's just we don't really know that many. Sure. Uh, there yeah, are they, thousands of people in this world. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the people that, that believe that thing. Mm-hmm. But like... Uh, the way that I, I feel like we can prove uh, that it is just you is that as far as I know, although I admittedly have not done research into this, uh, but you all can do it at home, uh, that there is no porn parody of MathNet specifically. There are no porn parodies of MathNet that any of us know of in like the fan groups or anything. Right. Um, if you're listening, pause the episode, pause the episode go <laughs> do the research, right. get back to us. Right. <laughs> But anything that's got more than 25 fans has a porn parody well, of it, right. I'm we, sure. What, so, was like, the, what was the internet rule? Like rule, what is it, 27? Rule 30? Something like that. Like if if it exists, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's like rule numbers. If you can think of it, then there's there a, is porn a porn parody. parody. Yeah. Yeah. No one's found a porn parody of MathNet. Okay. Um, there, are, there are some fanfics. There's only about four of them. Do you know who wrote them? Are they in your group of by nine? Name. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. <laughs> I may have written one of them. Oh! <laughs> and where would we in find high them? school? No, uh, it's uh, so it's in high school, and I thought that it was long buried, which I was very happy about because it was like the first time I like as a teenager tried to write something. Uh, and see, then, yes, what? I'm just trying to imagine this because we're we're really not highlighting the fact that this is about math. So, like, how sexy can this get? <laughs> So, so there, so, okay, again, we're going into the layers. Let me take off your holster with your calculator. I mean, (laughs) you're very close to like, let me divide your clothes in half. Also, yes. (laughs) Well, that's part of the fun, figuring out ways to make math puns. But so much like the Mulder and Scully thing, there's a people who believe that there was like, Oh, there was sexual tension between these two characters, mm-hmm. the, the two p- partners. On this yeah. PBS children's television show. <laughs> hey, so I this, believe. So, oh, they got jokes though. Like this, there's one character who the one of the two lead characters gets put on trial for something, and uh, probably he, something nerdy for robbing a bank. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Robbing. Oh, there's one episode that's a complete parody of Rear Window. It's just like a straight up murder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I witnessed a murder. <laughs> there is definitely. You'd be surprised. I'm, I am. I am surprised. Clearly surprised. Uh, but he uh, he gets tied up, and like someone takes his place in a disguise, like very Scooby Doo style, and he comes running into the courtroom, and he's like, "I am George Ernest Franklin, and I've just come out of the closet." And like <gasps> everyone nowadays is like, "Oh my God, they got some good jokes passed." <laughs> like yeah. the censors and people. And, I'm also yeah. impressed that it was the writers of Carol Burnett show. Yeah. one of my favorite shows in the entire world. 
Cabernet. Yeah. And had that similar effect on me of seeing some uh, seeing a woman mm-hmm. comedian mm-hmm. be the head of her own show. Yeah. Um, and just sort of leading the charge and all that and, and doing so many different characters that weren't based on solely like, I'm just a oh, housewife. Going to clean now. Kooky, kooky, Spend kooky. some of my husband's money. Oh, yeah. look at me. Exactly. Ooh, I'm bad with math. I'm bad with oh. math. See? Now well, we bring it back. Right, because you're also trying to show girls that math can be like mm-hmm. empowering. So, yes. so yes. you've been like, uh, you've been in this fan club uh, since, you said Live Journal, Yahoo yeah. Group. GeoCities. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's been a very, like, the show itself is from the 80s. And yeah. then, like, when the internet started to, like, become a thing in, like, 93, 94, we all started to, like, find each other and connect. So what, at this point, are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, there, uh, there's a finite I, number of episodes. How can we find episodes? Do you have this episode? Do you have this episode? I never recorded the episodes. Let's trade episodes. And then, like, just breaking down the episodes like nerds do. Like, for hidden messages? Oh, yes. Is this an Illuminati show (laughs) to teach little kids about? I mean, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Like, not Illuminati-based, but, yeah, like, oh, look at this moment. Maybe this moment actually was, like, the way that they were building back to this other storyline. And look about when they referenced this other thing. So what's the craziest? Craziest fan... Oh my God! What's the craziest fan theory that you believe? Uh, that or I, that you, or you don't even necessarily need to believe it. Just give me both. What's the um, <laughs> that? So they there's one character who is married and you never see his wife, even though she's referenced a bunch of times. And there's a fan theory that she just does not exist. That it's all made up and it's all in his head. I don't necessarily <laughs> believe that, but that's probably one of the most interesting fan theories I've heard. Okay. Where I'm like, okay. Or that he killed her a long time ago. I mean, that's the dark version of it. Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm gonna go there. Been I'm gonna wearing her skin the whole he time. He buried her like a like a denominator. He mm. used triangulation <laughs> to figure <laughs> out where to bury the body. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even the bottom half of the fraction, so it doesn't even. I don't even win. It's like I don't even know. Numerator, denominator. I don't know. That's all I got. Brain. Terminator. Terminator. Matt. Oh, that's. Skynet. Refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so with a lot of these like older shows that have fandoms that kind of uh, collect online, there there are large groups of people who push for remakes or re-releases. Has mm-hmm. that been the case with MathMat? Um, we've people have definitely been pushing to get them like released officially on on like DVD, but none of the no remake. Us, no one wants a remake. Has we any don't believe. Sorry, uh, we just don't, no one believes that the remake could be done as well as the original because... It's a different period. It's a different period and it feels like everyone would be trying to do it a lot more tongue-in-cheek and a lot more like nudge-nudge, wink-wink, like, eh-eh, you get these jokes, you get this, you get this humor. Although, if I I remember correctly, you made an additional episode. I did, I did. (laughs) Uh, So last year, uh, because it was made in uh, January 26, 1987 was when it premiered on the air, so... Uh, January 26th, uh, 2017 was the 30th anniversary, and I uh, wrote an entire new episode of Square One TV and MathNet uh, and had a bunch of people from the pit all just like, who were like, yeah, I'll do it, totally. And we just put this show on. Were, were you? I was Kate Monday, of course. Okay, yeah. Of course I was Kate Monday. Not Noppy. Did the fan group come or they um, spread across the country? Two people from the fan group came, and what was weird is that 
they were in a Facebook group that I hadn't found yet. So yeah. I didn't realize that they had found the show. And then they showed up and I was like, oh, oh, it's you guys. Oh, cool. And then the other ones are spread across the country. And they keep saying, like, please do the show again so we can watch well, you. Well, yeah. What if you had a complete continuation of the series but as live performance? I mean, to be honest, that is a dream. Like, I would love to keep writing episodes of it and yeah. either um, make them, like, YouTube episodes. Yeah. Which probably would make the most sense because you could do the little, like, five to ten minute installments. Yeah. Um, I just wouldn't want to get sued, so I would have to uh, probably, yeah. like talk to Sesame Street. I mean, it's children's uh, television workshop at this point, so I'd probably have to, like, talk to clear them. With clear yeah. with them. They're yeah. here in New York. Yeah, they that's are. true. So, uh, since... Um, cut out this dead air. Actually, leave it <laughs> nope, in. No, nope, we're not. Everyone... Building tension. <laughs> Building tension. <laughs> since there probably will not be a remake of this, mm-hmm. have you seen any of the concepts or storylines from that put into other children's television shows? Because I know there are shows very similar to that out right yeah, now. Yeah, there's Numbers, uh, which is not out right now, but Numbers was pretty much based off of the concept of... The like CBS Mathnet. show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was based off of it. I meant more like wow. children's shows. Like there's a show called Odd Squad. Mm-hmm. That So the, the guy, so the person that, I don't want to misquote this because I don't know him personally, but the guy who I think created it is a huge MathNet fan. And he, he like popped into one of the groups once or someone talked to him and he was like, oh yeah, I'm totally referencing it. Yeah. it's a, For those who don't know, Odd Squad is a group of like children cops, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they go around and solve uh, different types of crimes that involve math or yeah. science. It's mm-hmm. it's a hundred percent like my nephew inspired. is so into it. That's the only thing he is for Halloween is some member of Odd Squad. There you go. So mm-hmm. he's kind of soft cosplaying math net. He is. And you mentioned that you don't know these people personally. Have you ever sought them out? The the, the actors or the, the yeah. oh no no oh no 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 oh. Like, so oh no 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 I have her address. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not in a creepy way, Andy. I'm not uh, a mother to her baby. <laughs> Uh, no, I just I have some of her hair in my I pocket. I actually just meant I was just talking about the Odd Squad, the guy who makes Odd Squad, and I can't remember his name. Um, no, quite a few of us are actually like ca- very casual friends with some of the actors. So like I'm Facebook friends with um, the actress who played Kate Monday, and then when she left, she like another actress took over the role and they changed the name to Pat Tuesday, and she's actually like very lovely and will like post things on my Facebook from time to time, which is always very surreal to me. Do you have a preference between the two? Yeah, I like Kate Monday better. Yeah, that's the original. Is this like a, that's like a Aunt Viv it's Fresh abs- Prince it's, thing. It's, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think only one of the super fans prefers the second person. So do the um, other seven of you, <laughs> or eight <laughs> of you, I guess, now nine of you, because Jamie's a part of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you exactly. ostracize this person who is no. more we, of a fan of we, Fat Tuesday? We don't ostracize. We actually... Is Fat Tuesday a play on Fat Tuesday? No, it's a... Well... Maybe. You know what, Andy? It probably is. Maybe. It yeah. Did they is. name her Pat after Pat from SNL? No. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know the real answer to that. Oh, no. I never know. thought of the Pat... Was the... she named Tuesday after Robinson Crusoe and... <laughs> <laughs> no. Now you've all gone right, all right. too far. <laughs> too far. I like how immediately protective you are. You're like, do not make fun of the thing do that I have loved nonstop for the last 22 minutes. <laughs> yes, right. The fact you don't ostracize, ostracize people. Or ostracize. Or put ostriches in the sides. Ostrich size. Yeah, ostrich size. Sides of ostrich. Of stuff. 
uh, makes me want in more. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. Because <laughs> ultimately, it's all about like the friendship and the yeah and the math and, 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 the math. Math. <laughs> and adding more people. But I love this idea that you're gonna you're gonna be the future of this. I, it, I you're mean, the continuation. I would I would certainly love to be. Yeah. And plus, you can speak directly to the people who were involved to begin with. True. So it seems possible. True. I want to help you with this dream. All right. So were there other shows associated with Square One that you were a fan of? Um, so the same group, like not the same writers, <laughs> but that was the same hour that they did uh, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. Uh, <gasps> I which love was that. great, right? Yeah. And they uh, they were like one or two times MathNet, like had a little, like they'd give a clue. Did they do a crossover was. episode? <gasps> they didn't do a did crossover. Did Rockefeller ever... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Was Rockefeller on Dragnet? I would love it if Rockefeller was like on trial for murder. Yeah, I think that would have been so brilliant. And I'm actually mad that no one ever did. You should write it. Rockefeller's on trial. Yes. You should write the crossover from Carmen Sandiego and Mathnet. Crossover fic? Yeah. Having a lawyer like question an entire group of uh, Rockefeller singers. It's great, right there. Like that's it. Not, not, not guilty. And like the last word of every sentence is said by that guy with the super low voice. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> <laughs> all he ever said. That, that's, the, <laughs> that's the punctuation on every sentence. That's a period. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so, what was your favorite episode? What was, like um, of MathNet, my favorite yeah. episode. Was Can I before you answer yes, that? Please. How many episodes were there? You said it was on for a couple of years. Yeah, it was on from eighty-seven to ninety-two, and I think there's very there's like maybe sixty, seventy. Episodes, okay, that's a, like that's that. a decent that's amount. Good, though. It's a decent yeah. amount, but it's not a ton. Okay, so your favorite episode? Yeah. Uh, my favorite MathNet episode was the one that was the parody of Rear Window, which Ooh. was called the View from the Rear Terrace. Uh, the uh, Kate Monday is at home because she gets she mysteriously breaks her knee, which they continually reference to her not wanting to tell anyone because it's super embarrassing. So, of course, the fans are always like, what could it have been? What was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also a huge wrestling fan, so my theory is that she was wrestling. Uh, Kate Monday is or the actress? Uh, Kate Monday, the okay. character, is like super into wrestling. I'm down with that. Professional uh, or Roman Greco? That's uh, professional. Okay. Yeah. Hey, All right, we got another fan. You just got another <laughs> there you fan. Go. Oh, I mean, double digits. I mean, double digits. <laughs> there it is. Uh, so I like to imagine it was some kind of glow based. But like the first time I watched Glow, I was like, hey guys, did you watch Glow? Bet that's what happened. Like, <laughs> yes, I absolutely did post that. <laughs> if there is um, an episode that does turn into a porn, that might be one in, well, in that, the rear view. So that one, I think that one also would be because. That's the one that has fueled a lot of like the the romance fanfic type stuff because her partner like comes over and takes care of her. And Mm -hmm. then at the end, he like he flat out um, comes out without a shirt on. No, (laughs) she's about to get blown up. And he's like, Uh well, I'm going to help. I spilled baby oil over myself. (laughs) Also, hey, how do I subtract this from (laughs) how do I subtract my pants from my body? So, so yes. did they? I love when kids' TV shows. It, they don't do that as much anymore. But I love when kids' TV shows would reference or use the framework of something else. Uh, did they do that with other like Hitchcock films or other older shows? Did they kind of weave they, those in? They referenced tons of stuff. Uh, they were always playing off of different. Um, like they have a Maltese Falcon parody. Um, the kids yeah. will know that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't. That kids was how I what it was. Right? <laughs> I remember I was like, I don't understand this. 
Um, yeah. And I've told you how there's the, I think I've mentioned to a couple of people how the Sandlot, a lot of people believe that the Sandlot is based on the pilot for MathNet, which is why I'm dressing as that for the Sandlot. That's what, can you explain that? It's, um, I think it's loose, the, the feeling that it is, but I see why, because there's a missing baseball and it's getting like hidden in a guy's property. And then there's like a mystery with the house going missing. And then there's with like, the whole house goes, missing. the whole house goes missing. Yeah. I don't remember that. I guess I didn't see that movie. Right. And that, I mean, that didn't happen. It doesn't happen. That's why some people are like, man, they totally ripped it off. And I'm like, well, I'm not hundred. No, but I yeah. see ass. The house is still there. The house is still there. I mean, it, it ends with Kate Monday stealing home. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and wrestling for the for and the wrestling win. for the win. And, um, yeah. Oh, so you said you're going to dress like that for Sandlot for the shot for shot. Yeah. Uh, when is the shot for shot? This Saturday. Oh, it's this Saturday. Oh, listen up, everybody. Yep. This Saturday, nine thirty, Sandlot. See specifically how it connects back to MathNet. Heather will be doing stage directions, and I'm sure she'll pepper in some fun facts. Oh, yeah. I am playing the Beast and Wendy Peppercorn. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. I'm playing the house that disappears. Oh, great. Jamie will not be there. (laughs) That's right. But but she will be a crucial plot point, so it's fine. Mm -hmm. The absence of Jamie is what (laughs) is is what's important. Well, it's it's my my mother's birthday. My mom's going to call me wherever she says, oh, my God, you said happy birthday on the podcast. <laughs> so happy birthday, Mom. Happy Your birthday. mom sounds like birthday. Judy Garland or something. <laughs> Only on her birthday. <laughs> she looks a lot like Eliza Minnelli. Eliza. Who is that? Eliza Minnelli. Eliza Minnelli. Eliza <laughs> Minnelli. Hello. I'm Shrine and Spine falls mainly on a course line. Period. So what was your the show that you rewrote about? Uh, so I based the show that I rewrote on uh, the Hitchcock's The Birds. Oh. So I had yes! uh, I had a bunch Sorry. of uh, birds coming and stealing things from people, mm-hmm. and they had to figure out like who was controlling the birds and directing the birds to steal them. And I also worked in a bunch of references to the producers just because I love that movie and show so much. Uh, so I had it turn out to be a guy living on a rooftop who was controlling pigeons and. Amazing. Played by Josh Hurley. If any of you know Josh Hurley, he was ridiculous. That's amazing. You you ever seen that documentary where Mike Tyson has all those pigeons? (laughs) Yes. This is a tangent. I think that's great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. Have you seen the birds? Yeah. 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 Like, were you actually scared by it? No. Because I was not scared through the whole movie. I was like, oh, that would suck. Yeah. But then the very, to me, that has one of the best endings mm. to a horror film. Yeah. Like when they're walking out and it's totally silent and they're all just watching them, they drive away. That freaked the hell out of me. Really? Yeah. For yeah. some reason, that just like really stuck with me. Okay. <laughs> Less than birds breaking into a phone Yeah. Did you, did, you, did you hear birds yeah. coming? They're coming for you. Um, no, I love Birdemic, though. I don't know if anybody's seen Birdemic. 
What's that? Nazi <laughs> no. Oh my God! Yeah, it's like a sea movie. Right? Uh, it's, it's based it's, on the f- the this one or the yeah. Aryan it's like a porn movie without the sex. <laughs> Pretty much. It, <laughs> it, no, oh um, it is one of the worst. It is one of the best worst movies that have ever existed. Um, it's uh, it's a basically just a ripoff of uh, of the birds, um, but. Um, with no sound effects and made by a person who's never made a movie before. The 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 birds are all like CG and it's like preloaded bird CG in like Windows yes. Movie Maker. Yeah, where the where the where so the, the people are acting to nothing. <laughs> yes, but the birds like when they're flying around like are just a, a recording of a bird flipping flapping their wings, <laughs> but not but not flying. But not menacing. They're they're hovering, oh my God. and people are swinging at birds that aren't there. <laughs> Amazing. Like when you see like a Cut that weird guy at the mall who just has birds yeah. <laughs> that people can come yeah. touch, yeah. Yeah. and he's like holding one, and the the bird is always like <laughs> flapping its wings, yeah. but never like leaving the glove. He's holding. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the motion you're seeing. Yeah, and people are just like ducking and dodging <laughs> a bird that's in one place yeah. flapping its wings. So why is this the best movie ever? Because it's so bad. You're not hooked <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst acting you will ever see in the history of acting. I'm still oh not hooked. Um, <laughs> And like for me, because just because I do like video production stuff, I love the fact that like if two people are having a conversation, um, they wouldn't sync the audio in any way. So like if I'm saying a line and then you start talking, it'll cut to your camera, but like the car that you could hear in the background of my shot is gone. It just clips off. Uh So like (laughs) your shots have wind in them. And my shots don't. Because I was I was the audio from the mic, and you're the only audio input. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it just keeps like it just keeps doing that all the time, and it's like 45 minutes into the movie before the fucking first bird is like mentioned. What? Um, what do they talk about? Wait, yeah. Just like they go on a date. Like two people go on a date, and then um. they get attacked by birds. Like in <laughs> no, they don't get attacked. They get they get uh, intimidated by yeah. flapping wings. And at the end, the birds just like. Go away. Um, and then there's a second one. Because they're as bored as the audience. Yes. Um, see it. Or at the very least, like, YouTube the highlights of it. I was going to say, yeah. is this on the Yeah. 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 Um, so, speaking of production quality, yeah. uh, what was that like for this show? Oh, for the one that I did? Uh, oh, no, no, no. For oh. the actual show, was this, like, a larger production? or was uh, it... No, it looks... I mean, so it started in... Um, so, the Square One stuff was always in New York. It was New York-based. It was actually shot, like, right they did all their production in Lincoln center and MathNet started in Los Angeles and cause they wanted it to be like dragnet. So it was on location in Los Angeles. Um, the stuff that I've read said that they, you know, they would do like long days and that they had like one car, one police car that they had put like a MathNet logo on that they would sometimes drive around and, and they like, it looks like it's a medium range, like production, like they spent a decent, budget on it like Hmm. what they had and then for the last uh three seasons they moved to new york just to centralize everything and then they were on location in new york uh, which is pretty cool because it's by the time they get to new york it's late 80s um so yeah and it's just math graffiti everywhere (laughs) yeah and leg warmers and leg warmers and (laughs) there's a lot of math episodes about crack it was really (laughs) weird (laughs) it's like there's a crack in your theory (laughs) how much pressure <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Anyway, yes. uh, anyways. speaking of crack, um, no, I have nothing to say on crack. <laughs> what? what? Um, you just wanted to say, speaking of crack. Crack. Yeah. Okay. It's a good <gasps> word. It's a good uh, word. It's one of those. So, yeah. So, do you ever practice uh, doing the voice? 
doing the Kate Monday voice? Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. You, you performed sounds, it, sir. That does sound like it you. It does sound like you. Like, yeah. when Dustin first played it before we started recording, I thought it was you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you can you do the voice? Oh, gosh. I'm going to close my eyes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Ready? Okay. We're, all, we're all closing our eyes. It was Monday, 9.43 a.m., and the Los Angeles County was shocked by productions of City of Angles. That's a real joke that I wrote into. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. That's good. Oh, there, that was, is there was more. Oh, <laughs> everyone, close your eyes. Oh no, no, no! Oh. I cut myself off. Oh. You don't want to give away the whole show. Oh, you're right. Yeah, because you're gonna. Yeah. Put, you have to put yeah. it back up again. Um, but it's also, tickets, Jamie. But also, I know. Right. I don't remember if you guys were there. I know you were in the audience for when we did Paul's um, Paul Palata from the Armory's Jerry Springer thing. Yeah. And I did that math sketch that yes. I'd written. Yeah. I and I, that. I was like, I told Chris, I was like, uh. So I'm just living my dream, and I'm just going to bring this math sketch in. And they're like, like, and yes, I'm like, please. the audience is either going to be like, what the hell did you, what? I bet the audience loved it. People started laughing, which there I was really glad, because I was like, oh, this is either going to like fall like a lead balloon, or it's going to, here's the thing. People like it. Hover the like one thing. Steal away like a pigeon. Flapping wings. Well, I would say that the universal language of the world is mathematics. So if you're going to reach as many people as possible, uh, speak in about English? Oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Love it or get out, dude. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it or get You don't even have to speak it. You just have to love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The language that makes a rule to break it. So, well, so I'm still trying... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go. No, wait, you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to understand, like, <laughs> if, if it was fully, like... The love of MathNet, or like there was a love of math, or like you know what I mean? Like, do you have, not give a fuck about math? You what do you, really what like do you think hooked you? It yeah. was, it was, I think what hooked me was honestly, I think it was really the comedy sketch and musical aspect of it yeah. that first hooked me and made me watch it because they did, um, they did videos, they did like music videos yeah. that were supposed to look like old school MTV music videos. So, of course, like, I love, I've always loved music since I was very little, so I immediately was like, Oh, that's really cool. And then like the jokes got me. And then when I saw that first episode of MathNet, immediately I was like, oh my God, this is Dragnet and it's suspenseful and it's cool and it's got this lady character. And also it's just like fun and math. And like that was it. Like awesome. I had, but to, it, but had were, to VCR all of them. If it were GrammarNet though. If it were GrammarNet, look, I love English and mm-hmm. the English language. She I was loves it. She's more, not going to get out. She's in. <laughs> I was she's much in. more. She's like, in. Like <laughs> education wise, like yeah. I was much more of an English person. Do you think it would have worked? Me too. I mean, I, I haven't seen the show, but do you think it would have worked with another? Well, they could have a different subject. Diagrammed sentences. I think if they'd done well, it. Well, I mean, like <laughs> science, they couldn't. ArtNet would probably be a little dry for. That's true. I think it could have because I truly believe that the guys who were behind it, the two guys that I named at the beginning, I think they truly knew what they were doing in creating something that was smart and funny and didn't talk down to people and just made everything engaging. So I think it could have worked with like science or English or, or, Mm -hmm. hey, why not art? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not art? Cool. Is there anything else you want to tell us about uh, MathNet before we get to the, uh, the the whatever the last round we the speed round speed round the speed the lightning round? Uh, no, I mean I feel like I've definitely geeked on enough about it. Okay. Well, you have I two new so. fans. So great. Yeah. Um, great. And you'll send us a link to your fan fiction that we could that way we could share it with the rest oh of the Oh my god, no. No one is going to read the high school <laughs> fan fiction. It's so bad, guys. Guys. <laughs> Literally in the middle of this fan... Okay, so I thought this fan fiction was long gone because it was on a GeoCities website. And mm-hmm. of course, you know, GeoCities is gone. And one of like the head... Like there's always head fans and like yeah. whatever fan. So like the head fan 
Jill. She's going to be really excited. Hey, Jill. Uh, Hi, Jill. Hey, Jill. Uh, she messaged me one day and she's like, I found your fanfic. And I was like, <laughs> burn oh, it. Oh, my God. I want, that was literally my word. Like, <laughs> burn it. I was like, set your computer on fire. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I started reading it and I was like, oh, okay, okay, not terrible. Oh, yikes. Like it was hard. And then for no reason, inexplicably, <laughs> The characters from Law and Order come in and do a cameo. That's great. And it's Jerry Orbach. Yes. <laughs> right. Because it was from the 90s. Yes. So they okay. come in and they start. Anyway. So I think I, I'm going to love so, it. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to commit you to something that you're going to say no to, but you're, I'm, I'm going to give you a I'm going to read anyway. it someday. Yes. That whenever we do a live episode of this show, which eventually we will. We will. Uh, we'll probably do something uh, over at the tank. Um, I'm committing you to live reading at least a portion. Yeah. All of. All right. Yes. All right. Whoa. I'll do it. Oh, we should do a portion. The or, portion you, you know think what, is the what, best. what if she I writes think. a new one? Oh, yeah. How about yeah. that? So she can feel a little more comfortable with it. Because yeah. I'm embarrassed by most things I did. That makes it better, doesn't it? No, I mean. This is I how you get your reputation. I, yeah. At least a portion. I would definitely pick like a okay. portion. Sure. Can, you, can you live with that? We'll see. Or we can do the whole thing. I mean, I doubt yeah. it would take a very long time. Plus, right. it would be fun to, like, cast people in these ridiculous <laughs> yeah. roles. Yes. That, this is the thing we're doing now, and everybody okay. makes sure to harass <laughs> each other right. to You're make right. sure that you're right. You're right, Dustin. <laughs> you're right. This is the fu- it is the funniest uh, thing. I want to yeah. be Jerry Orbeck. Also, also the ghost We all down. do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, every, I mean, but someone else has to be his eyes. Because um. <laughs> he donated them to science. It should be me, shouldn't it, obviously? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. yeah, that's um, <laughs> it's because you look like Jerry Orbach, right? Y- yes. That's, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like Jerry Orbach. Um, all right, cool. So let's get into um, uh, our speed round. Um, just Me Music. Just Me, ooh. Just Me Music, I don't, I don't think the, I think the thing that I love is one of those things that you said, Dustin, where you're like, no, too many people also love this, which is my love of Toto's Africa. Um, specifically which, that song? Yeah, specifically. I mean, I love Toto in general. Yeah, I love them. I've seen them in concert three times. I will wow. go see them whenever they're around. Um, they're really, actually really good. So at, at what point do they play Africa? In the U.S., it's their last song. Uh, Apparently, wh- when they are in Europe, they play Hold the Lion as their last song. Oh. That's uh, okay. Where does Rosanna thing. fall into the playlist? Mid-range, usually. It's like that's one of the ones. I think know, that's a great song. It, Rosanna's a great song. <laughs> Because uh, my my first concert ever, uh, which I went with camp, because I never it never occurred to me to go to a concert before that, because it like we never went to movies or anything like that as a kid, mm-hmm. like so I never went to go see a thing. My first concert ever was Cool in the Gang. Oh, wow! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that's um, amazing. Yeah. So, um, like, uh, everybody else in the audience in the audience was like in their sixties, except for like. Just a row of like twelve year olds, <laughs> <laughs> and we only knew celebration. Oh, so okay. We just sat there in silence through song after song <laughs> after song, and then the last song they played was celebration. And at that point, everybody else was old and tired, where and, did, and we were up. standing on our seats, losing our goddamn minds. Where mind. did Joanna fall into it? Yeah. Did I don't they know. Do that one like mid range. I I, I I was twelve. I didn't even okay. recognize. Uh, so uh, my point is, like, my assumption is Africa, Toto's Africa, is similar in nature to that of um, if you're not a huge Toto fan, you're just like, are you, 
I've been here for a fucking hour and 15 minutes you and you haven't played Africa yet. You definitely can look around. Like Chris went with me to one of them and looked around and like pointed at some of the audience members who were just like, <laughs> not <laughs> half asleep. I, I uh, gestured somebody that was asleep, uh, waiting for Africa. And then Africa is like, 10 minutes of you know them just like they start they're like all right you've been waiting for it they start (laughs) playing and it's 10 minutes of africa how Um, do you feel about the weezer covers i think the weezer rosanna is actually i like that one better than i like their africa cover i i didn't i didn't dislike any of them Mm -hmm. but when i heard them i'm like it sounds so similar to the originals Un- that like I would rather there, just listen to the original. There wasn't yeah. anything really new about right. it. No. Yeah, that There's... was my thing with Africa, and a lot of people reached out to me and were like, "Oh my god, Weezer did Africa! This is so cool!" And I listened, and I was like, "It's, it's okay. Africa. It's Africa. Yeah. Like it's it's Africa. He sounds good. Great. The music is nice, but <laughs> yeah, um, it wasn't anything I, exciting I, about it. I would say it is just you only, and not not that it's just you, but I would say at least my relationship with that song has changed." Since I've met I you. I have had people tell me that that <laughs> song, like, is, we'll say air quotes, ruined, because whenever they hear it, they're just like, oh, it's Heather. Yeah, I, I, it's not ruined for me. It's just... <laughs> Thanks. Like, it's just, like, now, I never heard the, what's the Serengeti, like, the... Olympus shoot. is not near the Serengeti. Yeah. No. <laughs> never question why. Right. What, what's uh, that? What's uh, the line? Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti. Yeah, I had never heard that line, and now I can't You're not welcome. hear it. <laughs> and I'm just like, you you guys really wanted to work that in there, because it doesn't, no, it no, doesn't it, match. It's, it's, I love the song, and even I'm like, okay. Stretch. You did it. You did it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Food? He's yeah, not asking if you food. want food. What's, <laughs> no, what's uh, your just me food? Snack? Yeah, what's your just me food? Snack? Uh, I don't think I have anything that's too outlandish. Um, maybe slightly odd is that when I get um, like a egg sandwich on a bagel, I usually like to get it on a cinnamon raisin bagel with jalapenos. Oh, strange. So it's yeah. like a little mix. You had me at the bagel and then jalapenos. Oof. Always put jalapenos. Like always. I do like jalapenos. I like anything spicy. spicy. pickle. Oh, mm, spicy. Spicy pickles. I don't like pickles, but I do like spicy. Oh, nice. Um, this is the one I ask everybody, mm-hmm. so shocker. Um, just me crush. Oh, celebrity crush. Yes. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it gets weird. My <laughs> just me celebrity crush is no longer alive. Um, Jerry Orbach. Jerry Orbach. <laughs> no, just his eyes. And just his eyes. I have them. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you guys are from the original series of Star Trek? Uh, the guy who played Dr. McCoy. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Like, he was like my first crush yes. in general and like. I Come on, Jim. Oh, man. I remember, like, my mom put that show on with me as a kid, and she was mm. like, I love this show. And I was just like, he's dreamy. I love that man. Yeah. I'm saying that if I had to pick new Dr. McCoy. He's, the... he's quite good. Yeah. I, I will say, like, obviously, I was coming in with some, like, very mm. strong attachment to the yeah. original, but he, I thought he did a very good job. Well, he's based on the original McCoy. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying which, that, like. Which I the, like. The real McCoy. The real Let's McCoy. get down to it. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, in terms of crush, oh, yeah. if I had to, like, full-on make out with one of them, but th- that were both in their prime, sh- I would go with... Uh, You'd go with Carl Urban. Yeah. But Carl Urban, he's nice looking, but he's, like, a little prettier. Mm-hmm. Like, there was something about the original guy that was, like, he was, like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, he was uglier. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to be that, that pretty was, to be yeah. on television. That, what I, what I liked was, about him was how unattractive he was. <laughs> It Accessible. sounded slightly unspoken, but that's not how I meant it. But yeah, there was something about well, Carl Urban that's just too clean and pretty looking. Yeah, I'm Carl like, Urban's yeah. a little more like symmetrical, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, okay. I never got a shot with that guy, but I might have a way in with that one. I like. 
Yeah, like, is that I what you did? Might have a way. You lined up your action figures, and you're like, no, no, just no, like maybe. mathematics. I line up my probability of success, and I roll the odds. Uh-huh. That was your cute enough and possible enough. Wait, <laughs> so, like yeah. whoever felt right in the middle oh, spectrum. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Do we have any other rapid fire? I, uh, can I actually throw something out that yes. is based on having listened to you guys' show? Yeah. Yes. Um. So you, Andy, have talked like more than once about this Becker thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. I did it the other day. <laughs> Wait. Did you you actually Beckered a car? Or yeah. You, oh my god. I do it a lot actually. I. Uh, but I had like a real good one the other day with a taxi. <laughs> On the trunk. It was like specifically Becker. Anyway. My, my friend Paul in Amazing. California. Hello. Not Paul from the army. Hello, Paul Not Sullivan. Paul, Paul Sullivan from California. He said he just, he Beckered a car. So it's spreading. It's spreading. It's spreading. It's spreading. I can't tell you how proud I am. I know. Like, um, I, you're proud to be associated with Toto's Africa, and I'm so proud to be associated <laughs> with this specific verb. Um, Sorry, what were you saying? No. So I bring that up because I, I it made me laugh out loud because you said it. And I was like, I've never heard of this. Um, <laughs> no one has. But, but, so I discovered that apparently my family and I have always used this phrase that I've discovered is, and you guys can tell me if you know what it means, but I've discovered it does, no one I've talked to is, understands it. And I Googled it and they were, I was like, I can't find anything. It was um, like, are you drunk? <laughs> Google was like, stop <laughs> drinking. Uh, and it's, to describe something that's very empty, I've always said, oh, well, you know, you could roll bowling balls through the aisle. I've never, no, heard. I've never heard that. Okay, I, so gr- that's yeah. everyone. Gr- like, I mean, when I say everyone, it's like my mom, my dad. We That was like a vernacular that we used. And I didn't come to realize till recently because I said it at work. And somebody actually said to me, <laughs> that's like the third time you've used that phrase to me. What does it mean? <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, you know, like, it's, it's really it's empty. Wide. It's wide. It's empty. And you yeah. can throw a bowling ball and you won't hit anyone. And they were like, that's not a phrase. I, it sounds vaguely familiar to me. Okay. Really? Well, I think yeah. you, you might have heard throw a hot dog down a hallway. I've heard that. You that, could, that well, that's that's a very different meaning. <laughs> like drive a bus. Wait, you mean <laughs> it's not about barbecuing? <laughs> no. What? No, it's not. I thought that that meant something else. I thought yeah. that meant barbecuing. Yeah, that's not appropriate for this type I, of thought it okay. meant it, it's it's no. what it's what i'm thinking that it means right <laughs> yes it's yeah. exactly okay. what you're yeah <laughs> how often do you use that phrase <laughs> jamie discovers every time i'm at a barbecue <laughs> jamie discovers she's been saying that to people for ages and i just, just thought like, about you wanted the jumbo dog instead of the other one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man like if you want a, a bun or no bun oh no doesn't who get asks better? for a hot dog without a bun <laughs> terrace People love it or get yeah, it. Wait, here's the th- here's the thing. Hot dog with cheese on it? Is that a weird thing? Or is that no. a yeah. thing? No. Yeah. Like uh, chili cheese dog? That's uh, nope. That's oh. not a weird thing. I mean thing. I used to get it with cheddar and bacon on my hot dog. You know what's actually like really good? Avocado Ooh. and sour cream with a hot dog. It sounds disgusting. Dustin's shaking his head. So but Dustin yeah. is a man of <laughs> of habit and Yes. <laughs> Limited uh food options. <laughs> we'll call it that way. Um, speaking of which, Very um, rounded palette. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, rounded palette. Did you say? Y- y- That's a phrase, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, speaking of which, you missed the episode where we ate circus peanuts. Oh, I heard it though. Yeah. Um, I feel like every time you say that, people are like, ah, I didn't miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it, and I was cringing. <laughs> but, but uh, for for you and for future listeners, um, oh God, you've got them. Don't it's like you? throwing a circus penis yeah. down a hallway. Yeah. <laughs> circus penis. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, we, we are going I wasn't the only one who heard that, right? <laughs> no, that's no. what I thought she said. some Freudian... No. Oh, you said Circus my Penis, right? goodness, my mother's happy birthday podcast. <laughs> I just said a bad word. I didn't mean it. So, Wait, that was the worst thing that you said in this episode? Penis is the bad word? <laughs> no. Uh, we are going to make Jamie eat Circus Peanuts at some oh. point. <laughs> Thank God it's not the second option. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. I mean, I was expecting that you were going to say that you were just like, I've got them right here. No, I kept them in the apartment for like three weeks. <laughs> um, but I was going to, they, they threw them out because oh. they, they became fully solid. Um, <laughs> but they, they weren't much different than it what was we ate. Very them. close. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I couldn't do that to you, but eventually. I will. Uh, like, I'll, I'll have, I have to. Initiation. Yeah. Um, anyway, cool. Uh, anything else? Yeah. Just, can we, you want to you plug anything? Yeah, you want to plug? Uh, I, well. I'm on a musical improv team at the pit. Uh, by the time this podcast will come out, we will know whether or not we are continuing into next season. Um, if we are, it would be at eight o'clock on Wednesdays. We're called Elevator Talk. Yes. And I'm also part of the Armory Sketch team. And our first show is going to be, I'm one of the actors and it's going to be August 15th. Cool. Awesome. At the Tank. And uh, Andy, they could see you this weekend. Yeah. In Shot for shot, doing the Sandlot. Oh right, I'm in that too. Oh yeah, in that too. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Watch yeah. me ruin your childhood crush of Wendy Peppercorn. <laughs> yes, I have to say though, if you get a chance to see Heather Jules Booth in action, please do so. She is brilliant. Oh, thanks, uh, Jamie. That's yeah. true. And I'm gonna plug my own show a couple times in the next few episodes because because I'm gonna do it. Um, August sixth at six thirty at the uh, People's Improv Theater Striker Stage. Uh, it's my one man show, Peripheral Vision Quest. Please come check it out. Also, um, I'm producing a couple of shows at the pit also in August, um, and we have a time slot right after Dustin, so there'd be a great show that is still TBD. Yeah. So come to the pit, August 6th. Make a night of it. It'll be sweet. Thank you so much for joining us, Heather. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for indulging and talking about. I'm sorry, I said penis. (laughs) We'll end it right there. Happy birthday.